0: Am I supposed to tell you how to put one foot in front of the other? Objection, argumentative. Objection, argumentative. Objection, argumentative. Because bad always overtakes good. It's now. Objection, Your Honor, this is argumentative. How do you determine that? Hold on. Sustain. That's my hot say. It sounds bad right off the bat. Not terrible. Watch yourself, counselor. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Objection, Argumentative. I am your host, Murphy Kenefick. And I'm here with another guest with another big contentious topic. Uh, you may know him as the significant other half of our guest on the sixth episode of the first season, Mary Frances Vest. Today's guest is Bo Wood. Bo, how are you?
1: Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Working on a Saturday, but can't yeah. complain.
0: I hope I hope uh, I d- you don't mind that I used your first and last name. No, that's fine. Cause I know some people they're concerned about their confidentiality. They don't want to be associated with whatever they're
1: about to say for the rest oh, of the, yeah. the time yeah, no. on the internet. I, I believe in this. So I'm, okay. I'm ready to, you can put my name on it.
0: I mean, I'm putting myself out there on all these. I'm associated with all you people forever. <laughs> Fair enough. Now tell people why you're working on a Saturday, what you do, who you are.
1: Um, so essentially right now I'm a, I'm a graduate student. Um. And so I'm trying to get my PhD in neuroscience. So essentially, I'm in my second year of that, and experiments kind of happen randomly. My work week isn't necessarily 40 hours Monday to Friday. It could be 40 hours Monday to Saturday, or it could be 60 hours Monday to Sunday. So um, today is one of those days where I got to run an experiment on the weekend. And unfortunately, I have some downtime for this experiment so that we can have this awesome conversation.
0: No better way to relax from 40 hours of experiments than with a podcast where you have to fight for your life. Yeah. Um, So you're a a pharmacology student, just like Mary Francis, and I learned to not call you a pharmacy student, but a pharmacology PhD student, because there is apparently a big difference.
1: Yeah. So just for definition purposes, pharmacy is the application of drugs. So like in a clinical setting and pharmacology is the study of how drugs work. Perfect.
0: That makes sense. I did not realize there was such a
1: big difference. Because how many, how many years is it? Um, so it's, it's like anywhere from four to eight years, depending on how long it takes for you to make your discovery and then write your thesis and then defend it.
0: So you have to make a discovery?
1: Yeah, basically. Like even if it's gravity. like a negative discovery. Okay. So like, even if it, we find out that like we, so we create a hypothesis and then we test it and we find out it doesn't work that's still fine we just still have to find out something okay
0: yeah that I mean I'm basically familiar with the scientific method you know hypothesis and test it that's that's about as far as as I go on that
1: yeah I mean that's basically our the rest of our lives so to say is just getting better at applying the scientific method Mm -hmm. do you know what you're gonna do for yours yet um so kind of working on my aims right now but what it seems like i want to create a new animal model of addiction okay and i want to do that by utilizing sort of genetic models in rats that have certain like without getting into like the minutia of it more or less they have certain aspects of their brains manipulated to be more indicative of addiction in humans right and then i want to use psychedelics to try to combat that
0: ah okay so you're on the same psychedelic train as as miss vest
1: Yes. So what's, what's pretty cool about our lab is that, um, and what her and I are trying to do is we're trying to be complementary but in the same field. So she works with more humans, whereas I work with more like cells and animals. And then eventually when her and I can create our own lab, we'll be able to have translational medicine. So we'll be able to work from the cells to the animals, to the humans. Wow. Yeah. That is... so that's, that's the end goal.
0: So you're going to be doing that together as, as a career. Yeah. Like once you're done. That's that's so cool. They are the the, the dream couple. They're they're a, the poster child for what couples should be in
1: today's age. Um, yeah, what do you mean, mean, together like six it's years now? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be six years in November.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, because you guys started like right after we like, graduate high school, like your first year of college.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Okay. So yeah, that, so we, we've met each other, I think, tw- twice, three times? Yeah, I think three times. Sometimes. Mainly... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we, I told this on her episode, but the, I think the last time I was there, or maybe the second last time I was there, I had like run away from home more or less. Um, and I was staying uh, at your apartment um, just for like for the night because I didn't want to go home. And <laughs> I left like a note, like a guy left early, like I could put it in your fridge. I think it's still there. Um, it is. And I'm like, you know, thank you so much for having me. And I, I leave and I go to Waffle House and then I get in a car accident. <laughs> and i lost my car and that was like two years ago now and i've never gotten over the loss of my car so that's that that's one of the results of, of me seeing you in person dang that's, that sounds really unfortunate <laughs> just a, just a bad line domino of uh of coincidence
1: i don't i don't blame you it. for
0: that um it would have appreciate on some other time if not then um, but then what else did we do? We played, what was that game we play on the, on the floor? We, someone with numbers.
1: Oh, Rummy Cub. Yeah. I don't think I ever fully understood that. So it's like, it's like gin Rummy, but with like almost domino tiles instead. Right. Yeah. It's no, so, I, I really couldn't explain it now either. Okay. Perfect.
0: <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I, do you think there's anything else? I mean, I think you've proved your, your credentials. I think nobody's going to doubt that you know
1: what you're talking about generally. Then um, well, maybe I mean, I hope our, our topic today is a little more economic yeah. than scientific. Yes. But uh, but I think if I you have that much of a
0: mastery over one thing, I think you're you have the capability to have somewhat of a mastery over something else, more or
1: less. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm definitely open. Like like I'm I'm pretty sure you know if, if anyone understands economics or blockchain more than I, like I'm I'm open to learning. But yeah, I'm gonna double down on my topic today and perfect.
0: So that's good. I normally make sure everybody has a topic, but you've already, you've already confirmed that just now, so we don't even have to ask that. What we do still have to do is I have to swear you in. I have to make sure that you are telling the truth, that you're ready to thank you. You're already raising your right hand. Back in the, When I was first starting this, I'd tell people to raise their right hand. They wouldn't even do it because right. nobody would be the wiser. So I'd like to see somebody with honor. Bo, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth when you're arguing for your hot take, committing to your topic wholeheartedly, and to fighting me with your whole heart So help you God? I do. Okay, perfect. Uh, You may lower your hand and this is your time where you get to say your opening statement and I will be quiet until you are finished talking. So go ahead.
1: All right. So uh, essentially, over the years, I've wanted to gain financial freedom. And so I've looked into various methods of investing and trying to acquire assets. And I kind of stumbled upon cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. And as I kind of learned more and more about it, it just definitely seems like the I wouldn't say the silver bullet, but something pretty, pretty darn close to the silver bullet to kind of helping the middle class people kind of move, move into something that's more financially stable. And it's kind of opened my eyes to the, uh, the pitfalls in our current monetary system, which which are just pro in like pro inflammatory almost in a sense like the inflation is just rampant and it almost it almost starves if you're saving money you're almost losing money in res- in this respect because of the amount of money that's being printed by you know fiat governments and like it, it it's almost if you're saving money over the process of them printing more money that money that you're saving is now worth less and that's one thing that cryptocurrency is especially kind of it's it, what does it do it's like protective against that so it, it is deflationary in that respect and i think the the regulation of cryptocurrency is going to be a negative because it's almost it's almost giving these people a way to have financial freedom and then taking it away from them in in the same way that the government has been doing that with fiat currency for since 1971. so that'll 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 end my opening statement
0: oh, okay uh, what what do you say would you say fiat currency like the car yeah so
1: well this? yeah kind of so I can give you a little back
0: yeah I, I think currency. we should because I think this is a, still not quite a fairly new topic I think it's, it's definitely in the discourse you know because of Elon Musk and whatnot but I still think mm-hmm. myself included uh, until like a few hours ago we're still not fully sure what it is so why don't you explain it just briefly like you know, I'm a five-year-old.
1: So, um, as we know, like in the early, in when America first kind of got going, the U.S. dollar was not a paper currency. It was coins, right? So it was gold, it was silver, and those coins inherently had value because they were scarce. Mm. So as time went on, the government was like, carrying these metal coins are kind of a pain in the ass. So let's create paper currency that, is equal to the gold and silver that it, we initially used. Mm-hmm. And so that was great. And essentially the U.S. dollar became the m- most used dollar and a lot of other countries started to hold reserves of the U.S. dollar. And so in a sense, their currencies are backed by the U.S. dollar. But then in like 1971, uh, Richard Nixon, he kind of decided to terminate the convertibility of U.S. dollars to gold. And so kind of broke that gold standard. Nixon. And so yeah, right. Yeah, not Richard Nixon. It's like Dick Nixon in my Dick opinion, Nixon. honestly. But, oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Get his ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so fiat money is more or less like money that is backed by the government, but like it's it's instead of having intrinsic value, which is the gold, it, it just has it's based in trust. So like right now, our dollar has nothing backing it. Like, there's nothing that I can go and say I want my gold. Like, it's literally just it's arbitrary. Yeah, exactly. So that's called fiat money. Okay, interesting. So I want to get to like the the core of what
0: you're what you're arguing here is that like people should be investing in this, and that the government should not be regulating it. Yeah, yeah. So when you say regulating, what does that mean? Like, what are you saying that government should not do specifically?
1: So. In 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 a sense, I don't think the government should ban the trading or buying of cryptocurrencies. I I like in in a way they currently kind of regulate it by taxing the. So like if you sell your crypto, and you get fiat back, which is typically what people do if they sell their crypto, they get U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Those U.S. dollars you gained from selling your crypto get taxed. So that's that's in a way how they are regulating crypto is by taxing the profits that people have from them. And like, I don't necessarily mind that I'm fine paying my taxes, you know, in, in some respects, but like where I have a problem is where they say you can or cannot buy certain cryptocurrencies because of our worry for the risk you're taking by putting your money in that.
0: Are they, they doing that? Cause everything I saw was like no. the regulation was only about like all the, the criminal uh, aspects that come from it.
1: See, and okay. like uh, that's, that's one I, like, like, well, like I think Elizabeth Warren said something about that, and like Queen. that's one of the most funny things I think. Like, they're like it enables fraud and market abuse, and yeah. like, can lead to like criminal activity. But like in my opinion, I was like, okay, like Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies were relative. They're relative. They're only like a, maybe just over a decade old, and I'm pretty sure crime and fraud and and all these things have been going on with the U.S. dollar in way in a way bigger capacity i mean like if you look at like the pandora papers or the panama papers or all of these ways that people are trying to avoid taxes and like committing fraud and like i'm pretty sure you know joe Schmo down the road went and bought drugs not with bitcoin he went and bought drugs with well the yeah US dollar of course so, but like i don't are, necessarily
0: that's hard stuff those are easy to track they're real materials and they're attached to real people but this stuff is also in the air it's uh, ephemeral i think is the word where you can't touch it and it's not always it might be linked to an account but that account is linked to a hundred other accounts in russia and then by the time you get to it they're gone
1: so like that's that's exactly kind of what how people who are rich are avoiding taxes in the first place is they create shelter companies filter money into that where taxes aren't a thing and like that's happening with the us dollar not cryptocurrency
0: Right, but isn't, like I this is making it easier for anybody to do what the ultra rich are doing with cash
1: to a point i wouldn't say it's making it easier i mean cuz like the thing with blo- like blockchain is like especially bitcoin everything is public so like you can see every transaction that's made but like the nice thing is, is it contains you like you have your an- you're, you're anonymous in your transactions but like everything is documented that's basically what a blockchain that's is a ledger of all the transactions
0: now, that affects like every single kind of cryptocurrency exchange or is it just with Bitcoin?
1: So like it, it, it kind of depends. Like it, it, there's a lot of different types of blockchains and like some are more simple and some are more complex. Like there's uh, cryptocurrencies that have smart contracts, which are, I think, really cool because it's basically a code that will allow a process to happen when there is no third party. So say I want to give you money when you give me a service and instead of me having to like Western union it or like go through some company where I have to pay them to give you my money, I don't have to do that. I can literally pay you directly for the service after I receive the product.
0: Right. I'm not doubting there are are pros to all this. I mean, it seems neat. And I'm also not advocating the government should be able to regulate who can do what when, but I think what they are advocating for is that there should be, everything that they do is subject to the rules of the sec like because it is something that somebody is investing in and expecting to get profit from based on the work of somebody else that it qualifies as a security and therefore should have to apply like have to follow the same rules that everybody else in the stock market and doing traditional other uh financial things should have to follow by and i think that's that's pretty sound
1: so like that's like where it's kind of complicated because like that with blockchain every individual person would have therefore be an investment like corporation and like you can't have every single person on the blockchain follow the sec rules of investment because like they're not each person isn't an exchange
0: right but anybody who uh, yeah it, it is tricky because anybody who uses that kind of stuff they are still doing the things that the other the sec rules do typically apply to i mean if you are trading in something like this if it's like inside information of, of a company, or if it's uh, just general, like assets and, and things that you would trade on a stock market, like that all has to be regulated in a certain way. So once you start getting everybody involved in it, it's too much. And then it just kind of slips through the cracks. And it, you're saying that's, that's a, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do think that's fine because of like, I, I I'm honestly, a am a very, I'm a big fan of like the decentralized finance because like, I, I definitely don't, like how the government currently is using monopoly money like in terms of the stock market they print money to deter volatility in the stock market mm-hmm. but like how does that necessarily make sense like what if the volatility is inherently healthy to the market
0: yeah and that, that does happen but i mean that's kind of what makes us all and i hate to sound like this but like in it together like at the same time like it, it's what i feel like if you decentralize it then inherently like it's going to become more separate and more underground and then that's what what opens it up for because once you live outside of the rules you no longer have the protection of those rules so as long as we're involved in that you can still be protected by any kind of criminal activity because you're under the regulation of the sec
1: but like what kind of criminal activity is crypto just going to create rampant well like what like that the u.s dollar is not our like in terms of fraud like like the whole GameStop debacle like (laughs) that is an example of like fraud and and issues with the current system that is like and that's where i don't understand quite why the government like especially the u.s government now is trying to target crypto because like there are so many flaws in their current economic system it's like why not fix that and make that more appetizing for the investor like if, if we're trying to really be a free market, then the government should stop trying to put its fingers into these things and then fix its market so that it's more appetizing for the investor.
0: Right. Well, I'll tell you why. There's, uh, there's, it's not as appetizing it's because it does happen where, where companies um, get hacked by usually somebody in Russia, and they say uh, it's like a ransom where they are like, give us a certain amount of, of Bitcoin or whatever, and you know we won't leak this information, we won't leak all your customer data. And then they pay it and then they're gone and they're untraceable because it's also in the air. And I don't know whether there's like a blockchain for that or if they can track it. But if they can, it takes all kinds of manpower and resources of the FBI, which would not be the same if it was just in hard cash, which, you know, it would still be difficult, but it wouldn't be as like impossible.
1: Like that's one of the caveats is like you can't hack a blockchain because each individual person that is involved in the blockchain is therefore regulating each of the other nodes in the blockchain. So blockchains that cannot I mean I'm not going to say they cannot because I I'm sure someone is trying somewhere right. but like one of the inherent benefits of building a blockchain is that it is harder to fake it. Because you would essentially have to keep faking it to like fool all the other nodes that are regulating it. Does that make sense?
0: I think so. Yeah. I mean, so there's no way to like operate outside of it.
1: Like, what do you mean by that?
0: Like to, to do some kind of exchange and not have it show up in this, in this ledger, like to, to work no, outside like of it. No, there's
1: no way. That's no way. But like, don't you think maybe somebody like... could figure
0: out a way, <laughs> like, isn't it like on this current trajectory that it, it's understandable that somebody would be able to do that pretty soon.
1: And, but like, if they do, if they create a, t- like, I don't think you can do that to Bitcoin. Okay. If you create a, if you, like, that's why there's a, there's an issue with scam coins. And, yeah. like, there's, there there are, like, I'm not, like, there's Ponzi schemes. Like, just like there's Ponzi schemes in, like, our normal market. Right. Like, there's Ponzi schemes in, in crypto where people will, like, hype up a coin and, like, pause it to increase in value. And then so they sell other coins. Exactly. But, like, that's where it comes, like, if that's what the government is trying to regulate, I am more okay with that because those are not, those yeah. are not, what cryptocurrency is trying to be but like if you're trying to regulate like you know bitcoin or ethereum or these ones that are actually moving towards decentralized finance and like creating environments that you know give the consumer more freedom to do things with their money then then i do think that is a problem like that isn't a free market right and like if you see that china banned bitcoin and all and like cryptocurrencies in all senses of the word like i i don't know why we would be following suit with china right. if if freedom is our goal
0: I don't think they're like, they're trying to get rid of it altogether. I think they're just trying to make sure that it doesn't get to a point where it's, it's, it's untraceable and they, and it's, it's easier for people to abuse it and harder for the government to like find out who did it. If somebody did something wrong, like that's, that's kind of the issue is you don't want to, because it's obviously easier to find somebody with a suitcase full of money than it is to is it, track it across.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, look is... at, like I look at Breaking Bad, and you you see this guy with a storage locker full of money sure. from selling drugs, and like, okay, like they okay, someone's him. doing that with, with Yeah, but like, I mean, fair, fair. That is fair, but like, it wasn't because of the money.
0: Bo is talking about Breaking Bad to me with a whiteboard behind him full of chemical compound drawings, and it looks like the opening <laughs> credits. Um, I. <sighs> Yeah, but there is, there's still always like a hard answer and it's more about, and I think th- there are more people who are automatically qualified to, to cover that. I'm talking about like law enforcement than they are to just, I don't know, hack. <laughs> I don't know anything about hacking and I don't think a lot of people who are in law enforcement do. I mean, that's a whole extra special, constantly evolving branch.
1: And I like I, I I do understand like a lot of like the, like there is like you know the black market stuff you can you can use crypto for but but like again like it's all on the ledger so if, if if you're paying attention and you you write algorithms to interpret the ledger and look for like abnormalities or look at certain time points you knew a transaction came from it is easier to trace and potentially find a culprit but like you know I, I think I think the pros of that of what decentralized finance can offer outweigh what the, the cons are of like criminal activity because like in, it is inherently hack proof because of what the blockchain does
0: okay i mean i i'm believing you because i don't i don't know that like it is truly impossible to do something without it showing up on that ledger i just i can't help but think that as it evolves it's going to become first possible and then easy to escape it and then maybe you know there's evolution on the other side that there's another way to catch it but it's just like so like that one, one up of the
1: itself the like if you're trading bitcoin and you're like giving someone bitcoin for something that is like illegal you're giving them literally the transaction record of what you did like the like bitcoins themselves are the the ledger of the transactions and like I like I don't know how you would quite get away with that. I mean, like you know, who knows? Maybe it's possible, but like I think that's what makes Bitcoin, especially the front runner in this, is because it is so simple and it is that like the whole the whole blockchain is just an encryption algorithm. Okay. Which is what you use encryptions for, are to avoid, um, more or less, people hacking you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the main reason this is so scary to people is because you say things like encryption algorithms so freely and, you know, anybody who's over the age of 40 is not going to have the first idea what that means. And since they don't understand it, it's automatically scary and therefore bad. Um, but even, even, and I think that's that's what a lot of the, the hubbub in, in Congress is about is people who, you know, are all like 100 years old, not fully understanding things. But I think even beyond that, there's a, a rational concern that it might not... Um, fully be as, as stable as, as you're talking about? Because I know you said that, you know, obviously the U.S. market is not stable and um, constantly fluctuating and, you know, the dollar isn't worth anything and we're not going to have Social Security, et cetera. But um, I feel like this is just as unstable, just in a, a different kind of way.
1: So like that, that's like the volatility, though, that I think is healthy, because like if you look at Bitcoin over time, it all it has done is gained value. And like, okay, it loses fifty percent of its value in in a day, but like, that's that's like, and that's like, I don't think, yeah. But like, if when you're in when you're in these kind of markets, it, it's really not because the the trajectory of Bitcoin as a deflationary mechanism is it's going to go up no matter what. No matter what. Like, so like that's that's so like that's the issue I think with like the U.S. dollar as it is now is there's no limit to how much they can print, but like that with certain Cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin specifically, there's an algorithm that there's only a certain amount. So, like, to create a block in the blockchain, that's so what mining is, like, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is like they create a supercomputer that solves a, an equation. And, like, the equation needs to have the first 30 digits of this answer to be a certain thing. Wow. And there's only a finite amount of things that will be entered into this equation to equal that. So, like, inherently there's only able to be X amount of Bitcoin because there's only able to be X amount of answers from the input from that equation. So
0: it's limited by a rational computer instead of old congressmen, as who are regulating the
1: the debt. Yeah. So say for instance, you want to hack Bitcoin, you would have to, you would have to fool the entire, all the the entire Bitcoin ecosystem before Constantly, because as soon as like if you fool it once, but you don't keep fooling it, the other nodes in the blockchain will say that that is a wrong, and it will cancel it out. Hmm. So then, if you try to fool Bitcoin and hack it, all the other thousands of nodes will it will say this node isn't equal. This doesn't. This isn't real. So it will cancel it out.
0: Wow. So it's self-regulating in, in that sense. Yes.
1: Yes, and can that's we...
0: that's what's kind of brilliant. Can we have an aside just for real quick? And and can you respond to these people who were like. Why? Why are we like? Why is the economy bad? Why don't we just print
1: more money? What? So that's exactly the problem. <laughs> Wait, like if you print more money, that means there's more money. So like, okay, like, does anyone? All right, do you know like Pokemon cards, right? No, I don't. Okay, so I mean, I'm more of the premise of
0: Pokemon cards.
1: Okay, so like, if Pokemon cards, like they, there's only a finite amount of Pokemon cards yeah. that are printed, right? Yeah. So, like, if you were just able to print the rarest Pokemon card again, why would it be rare? Yeah. And why would it be worth anything?
0: Of, of course. Yeah. I just, it's, it's so, so like funny. People that, like, oh, they're, they're like, oh, inflation? Like, yeah, okay. So what? It's like, okay, but that's that's the whole thing. Like, nothing is worth yeah, so anything. It's like,
1: yeah, because it's like, okay, I want to go buy an Xbox, right? I'm so excited. I saved my $300 to go buy this Xbox. Oh, wait. You know what? Xboxes are now like $600. Okay, I could logically think that's because the components and the things that go into the Xbox are more, but like, you know what, probably it's because our dollars worth nothing. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to pay the same amount to get those components, it costs more of my dollars. And like, it, it's it's that it's like, so the more you print, the less it's worth.
0: It's just going to keep going up. And you're saying that's never going to happen with Bitcoin because it's, it's locked into this, yes. this
1: algorithm. And like the, there, are, there are coins like like XRP or Ripple, which who recently had a kind of little shindig with the SEC, mm-hmm. who can create more coins, which is one of the reasons I don't like XRP is because they, okay. they don't, like, I don't feel safe. Like if you're going to be able to print more, then you're taking away that intrinsic value.
0: What about Dogecoin?
1: So Dogecoin is kind of a clone <laughs> of Bitcoin. Okay. Um, it it was made as a joke, but like the the, the funny thing is, is it, it is a, built along the same components as Bitcoin. There is a finite amount of Dogecoin, so like it in theory could work the same way as Bitcoin. But you would with uh, the proper think, development, of course.
0: Would you advise people to like only, or would you? I mean, would you argue uh, that people should only at this point invest in Bitcoin and not any of the other ones?
1: So. I, I mean, I can kind of give you my personal like investment strategy. So like, I I, I have the top couple coins I'm interested in, which is Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, and like V And so I basically will do dollar cost averaging, where I will put fifty dollars or hundred dollars every week into all of those. And so those are those are ones that I believe. So like Bitcoin is so like there's different types of coins that have different purposes. So like bitcoin is a store of value coin so it's it's meant so that if you put your money into it it's going to hold its value mm. or increase over time whereas Ethereum, for you yeah yeah so like in just uh like this past month i i what i invested like 400 bucks and i've made it like 600 in return
0: mm.
1: and just by doing nothing yeah Um, And then there's like Ethereum or Cardano, which they're a bit more complex blockchains and they have the ability to utilize smart contracts. So you could, you and I can build a system or a business on the Cardano or Ethereum blockchain and utilize it to run our business. And we can use the Cardano or Ethereum tokens as the currency for our business. Wow. Okay. And then like, there's another really cool. So there's like proof of stake and then proof of... um, and so there's like proof of work and proof of stake. So proof of work is like what Bitcoin does, whereas it, it works as a store of value token. And then there's proof of stake where you and I are gonna say like, I'm gonna hold my tokens for X amount of time. And then because you're doing that, you're going to essentially act as a, I don't wanna say it's like a, for lack of a better words, a miner. So like for Ethereum, right. like I stake my tokens. And because I stake my tokens, I get 5% back a year on how much I put into Ethereum, no matter what the price is, because of proof of stake. Hmm. And now so, I'm like, not... why would I go into a freaking bank if I'm <laughs> and put my money in there for 0.3 yeah. percent when I can get five percent back a year on utilizing Ethereum?
0: I'm not allowed to do any of this because it's not allowed in New York. Like, it's it's like I'm not permitted to do so. I think they're they're working the on it, and like, like how. No, yeah, that, that, that I'm not going like to I'm that. not going to argue for, against because I think that's I think you should be able to do it if it's an option and it's not like inherently harmful. Um, but I do want to I do want to argue that the government should have their, their role in, in managing it, because um, all of that that you just described it makes sense to me now, but it, it didn't. And it it's like it wouldn't have earlier on, and I guarantee you it wouldn't do somebody who doesn't have it explained to them and. Now, that's not to say that you know a lot of the economy that functions right now, the stock market, which is very complicated, makes sense to everybody. But it's something that I think at least like the general majority of the world who operates within it is on the same page about. Um, mm-hmm. So don't you think maybe until we're all on the same page enough, like after enough time, that it should be regulated? Because well, there's still it's still new. There still are like going to be holes in it, and it's going to be beyond people's understanding.
1: So like. So like, I, I do, I do agree with you in the sense that, yes, I I believe that regulation would be good in, in certain aspects, essentially, essentially maybe like filtering certain projects to make sure that they are are actually trying to do kind of getting rid of that, like, quote unquote, shit coin, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah being able to the filter and al- yeah, allow good projects to have a basis for investors. But like, because for the sake of doubling down on no regulation, um, I'm going to say like, I don't think they should have their fingers in any of it because if once they do, who's to say where the line is that they draw to stop regulating.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the line is somewhere. Like, I don't think it's going to get, I don't think if you're regulating one thing, it automatically is going to lead to going as far as possible. I think their main concern right now is making sure that individuals and companies and foreign actors can't get away with doing whatever they want because it's so advanced And because people, not everybody knows how to regulate it, that they can't use this extra new sphere to get away with what they want to be getting away with in like the the normal ways that they can no longer do it because of regulations.
1: And so like, but like, I guess one of the takes I have is like, I just don't necessarily think the government has my best interests mind all the time. Mm. Like, I I definitely don't think that career politicians want me to have more money.
0: Right, okay.
1: And so I- yeah, I mean I mean yeah, I really think they have a vendetta about against me, you know. Yeah. I I wrote some harmful letters, you know, to Mitch McConnell and Did some you? people so like who knows, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like but yeah, no, I mean in in that respect like it it kind of seems in some respects that really poor people have a chance to to become financially stable in some way, shape, or form. And like, that's one of the biggest problems I think COVID really showed is that there's just a growing gap between main street, which is you and I, Mm -hmm. you know, and the blue collar, the people who are working day to day trying to just make a living and then wall street, like, how can you tell me employment decreases? There's, there's like, no one has money. You're stimulate, you're trying to stimulate the economy by giving people money yet the economy and wall street are continuing to go on a bull like trajectory. Yeah. I don't understand how that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I don't think anybody is going to dispute that. I'm not going to defend it on a, you know, on ethical or, or moral grounds, but I think legally you can't just say I'm going to do this if it's illegal just because I'm able to and I should. I mean I think a lot of people do a lot of things, some worse than others, that are not allowed but are defensible. But you you can't pick and choose what you get to do. So I think until it all is more um I don't know coherent and more like contained and I don't think it it is now based on what we've talked about I think until then I think the government should be able to at least have uh, some sort of monitoring of what's what's going on from for the bigger um organizations and, and stuff like that
1: and like I guess this is where I would I would say like this technology needs to be not regulated but like I would say, utilized. Like, I think there can be a better understanding through utilization of these currencies. Like, for instance, Chain, the one that I'm really, uh, one of the ones I invest in, mm-hmm. it is essentially a supply chain monitor. So, like, how cool is it? So, if I buy something and I scan it with my phone, it will tell me where every single component of the product I bought came from. Wow. Really? So, like, the the guy who invented Chain, he used to be a, uh, like a, an executive of Louis Vuitton Mm -hmm. and he was frustrated with people counterfeiting his products. So then he created the B chain so you could validate the authentic, like how authentic your products are and where each component of your product came from. Yeah. And so that way, like you can track and you can better regulate and in like food medicine, vaccines, like, like they're now storing vaccination records in Spain and Italy, I believe. Don't, I mean, like if someone, if I, don't, I as a scientist, I get nervous saying things I can't cite. Sure. Um, but from memory. <laughs> that's a, that's a good memory, habit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. From memory, um, I believe Spain or Italy or Spain and Italy were storing vaccination records on the, the blockchain. And then okay. like even think about our little uh, election debacle, how people are saying like, oh, well, you know, people were you know fixing the election people were doing that well you know what you could do is you could implement blockchain for voting and then that would prevent the ability to fix elections because if i use my phone and i vote for whoever i want that would get put onto the ledger and it would be unable to be messed with so
0: that's like a good kind of regulation but yeah um what i (laughs) this is kind of like an old lady question but like if it's all on the computer Like, can't, doesn't that just make it easy to, like, (laughs) easier to get hacked? I mean, it's harder to hack a piece of paper, although I guess not. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, Um, that's like, the, that's the thing about, so, like, most people's concept of, like, hacking, so, like, Facebook, if Facebook gets hacked, (laughs) yeah, right, like, the the keyboard warriors, uh Um, so, like, if Facebook gets hacked, or, like, a a Visa gets hacked, all of their data and everything that they do is stored in in one, so, like, there's these buildings, like, the cloud, quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. are these giant warehouses full of hard yeah. drives that's what gets hacked right because it's all on a central network because it's all like it's it, like it, some
0: form tangible
1: well no no not even tangible like it's just all run on one thing so like if i break in to if i just bust through one door i'm i'm into all of it whereas with crypto because and the it's blockchain, centralized yes but if if you if you hack me you would have to hack every other person that's a node in that mm. blockchain because it's regulating. So, if you try to change my blockchain, your blockchain is going to say that's not right because of the last time it was updated. So, then it's going to cancel out whatever was changed and revert back to what it was when it was first authenticated by the other blocks in the node.
0: Fuck. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm, see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, um, always opposed to voting, like the, the premise of voting for your phone, not because of security, but just because I don't want voting for an election to be as easy as voting for American Idol. I'm
1: like principally I mean, opposed I, to that. Um, so so let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's for example, voting machines that run on blockchain. So you have to go, you, everything's the same but the information is not is not hanging, Chad type yeah. shit. Yeah, which it, it still is. I mean, a, those machines exactly. are so old.
0: I saw something on John Oliver like years ago. They showed like how it, it would take like five minutes to like for somebody to just open up the machine and like change stuff.
1: And like I that, see, that's the brilliance I think of the blockchain is like if if you if you program it correctly, it can't be hacked, and it can it can give you results faster at one hundred percent authentic to what is true
0: right so I, I think a lot of people including myself as of like 10 minutes ago don't understand that it's not just like flipping a switch it's not like pulling the plug and the power goes out it's it's because it's not like hooked up to a power supply like it is there yeah. forever because the internet is there forever and it's all yeah. intertwined that knocking over one domino is just that domino and not the rest of it. yes
1: and see that's that's where like the the concept of like hacking because if you knock over one domino at facebook or or Microsoft or like one of these places that is centralized, it, it it all tumbles is because they're all built in a centralized manner. Whereas like if you topple over my domino, your domino is going to let all the other dominoes know that that domino is fake. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, because instead of it being like one place, it's everybody. Yeah. So like my phone is contributing to the blockchain. Your phone's going to contribute to the blockchain. Like it's, it's like more of a, it's more of an intertwined system as opposed to one base place. And nobody can like singularly like manipulate it or take over. They, they can try, but that's where it's like what I was saying. It's like impossible because you need to stay ahead of all the other blockchains that are constantly regulating each other. What about Ultron? The I, What, I just watched The Avengers, so that's yeah. literally the first thing that came to my mind.
0: Could old, yeah, that's what I mean. Could Ultron do it? Could he act it?
1: <laughs> Not a real question. I mean, I but like for, for, for shits and giggles, I, I think he probably could. I think he would have a really hard time. Well, he's um, an artificial but, intelligence. But because he's an artificial intelligence, I think he would almost be able to integrate himself into the blockchain. Wow. So then he would be a part of every single node, which I mean, poses another totally like, philosophical question that could, we eventually get to is maybe artificial intelligence could be the downfall of blockchain. You should stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole <laughs> but, other conversation, but that is, that is fun to think about. But as of right now, um, human hacking, I don't think has the capability of really making a big ripple in blockchain. Like, I think the biggest thing is, you know, yeah, like you said, traceability, but like at the same time, cash isn't traceable. Yeah. Whereas like blockchain, you know, like for Bitcoin, it's just anonymous. You can see it.
0: Yeah, there, there have been instances, and I, and I looked at this, where companies have been ransomed and there's been like, they've been extorted for like 40, 50 million and they, they can't find them. Um, so that, that does happen. Um, but I don't I don't know that it happens often enough or easy enough that especially the
1: government regulation would fix it so there's like the the reason that happens is because a lot of the times the companies so like if you're storing your your crypto in a centralized place that can be hacked
0: yeah okay so it's so companies have a responsibility to to not get
1: yes but like if if you are holding your crypto in in your own little flash drive wallet that's not going to be hacked
0: okay so people Where have to learn like, to how to do this properly.
1: Yeah, and, and like that's why I think like, it's kind of like my, my take on the war on drugs. Instead of prohib- like prohibiting it and like creating a prohibition and making mm-hmm. things go underground and become sketchier like let's create education, like let's create methods to teach people how to use this stuff and give themselves financial freedom or methods to make their money work for themselves. Like, just like I think educating people about the negative effects of the drugs they take or what the drugs do to their body and society yeah. is a way bigger deterrent than just say no or right. like bad people do things with it. like that. Simple. That doesn't that's not a deterrent.
0: So what if the government wanted to help and implement these types of things as you're describing but in exchange they wanted to regulate it like if, if they like, wanted to help like make it more legible and to have more people have access to it
1: I think that would be a good trade-off but like the, okay. that's the brilliant thing is like there really isn't a way to regulate it because it is so spread out like that is inherently
0: and immediately very scary to a lot of people who are
1: in charge yeah, is but it, like that that's why I think it's so great. Like it's yeah. almost like I really like it cuz it's like a stick it to the man thing because yeah. like finally it's like I'm in charge of my money. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not dependent on like, inflation or the stock market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think the the issue with that is like I said that we're not all operating on the same level anymore that some people are going to be able to benefit outside the consequences of, of the government. But I think it, at this point, that's kind of like, it's too bad because like you fucked it up too bad. And now we figured out a solution.
1: Yeah. It, I almost look at, look at it through the lens of evolution. Like it's like, if there's a problem and, and the current yeah. system is not addressing that problem, it, it adapts and changes so that it, the system can thrive. And like, that's exactly what the current like financial institution did it's failing? It's failing us. Like the the working class, there there isn't one anymore. It's it's lower class and, and uber rich people. Like that sh- shouldn't be how it is.
0: Right. Wow. Um. Yeah. I, I this is kind of like I think this is a first, but I I just kind of generally conceding to you because like I'm, I I think like the while there are like are corners of it that I think are are like a problem, I think holistically. Like I've, you've convinced me that it's not something that they should be able to benefit from because they had no position in in creating it, and the reason it exists is because they fucked up the main system so badly. Yes. that they don't get to participate in it.
1: There's this really great meme that it shows like uh, it's like I don't know if it's like uh, Bugs Bunny and it like he's doing like this weird thing and it says oh, like oh yeah. the U.S. government and it's like when it's like when you buy crypto, oh, it's your risk. Mm-hmm. So if you lose money, that's on you. Yeah. But then once, and then shows the American flag over him, but then mm-hmm. it says once you take profit, it's like the communist, uh, like the USSR right. flag, and it says our profit. Yeah. Like, guys. I can take ridiculous. all the risk and lose all my money, but when I sell it, you're going to take it from me?
0: Right. Yeah, I think as long as there is like a consistent blockchain with all of it, and there is a ledger, and that some of these things are still susceptible to the SEC laws where they, you know, you can't commit fraud or tax evasion or um, insider trading with these things because they are things of value that can be sold. And I don't think those should be outside the law. Um, I don't know if, it, it, I mean, do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely do. And like, okay. that's where I kind of, I kind of think like it, it is operating right on that threshold. Mm -hmm. And like that, going back to the GameStop thing, like that was a perfect example of why the current financial institution and the powers that are in control of it, like uh, Citadel, the the giant investment firm, Mm -hmm. was short squeezing GameStop. And like it was, and then Robinhood, which is a a subset of Citadel, blocked people from being able to trade GameStop. So like, how is it like, that is currently what is legal. And that was completely, okay. It's and interesting. So these, guys that, yeah. can, these guys can choose to basically ruin a company. And so they buy these, like, uh, what is it called? Puts. So they say, I, I believe this company is going to be this much money at this much time. And so they, they think that the money's going to, or the GameStop's going to drop in value. Mm. So then they sell all their GameStop, creating that drop in value. Therefore, on their uh, options trader their put, they're making money because they sold their right. stock. And so like that's is that not insider trading? Like, is that not just the definition of taking Pretty advantage much, of the yeah. market?
0: Yeah, of knowing and things that you sh- that you shouldn't know. Yeah, and using it.
1: Citadel isn't wasn't persecuted for that. Nothing happened. Right. Like it I is don't, it is like, interesting
0: that they're they're so quick to to regulate this kind of stuff, but have no like have not done any substantial action on you know bailing out the banks that that you know shorted all that stuff in uh, the, the real estate market. Yeah. Um, See, and it all comes down to corruption and money, and everybody wants to benefit and uh, evil congressmen, and you know, it's it's it's. But true.
1: that's that's where the brilliance of decentralized finance is: is that everyone can benefit, and it's yeah. it's just it's because it's taking away that third party, right?
0: But they also have to be careful to not fall for the the scams. I, so you would yes, say like yes. anything, essentially anything other than Bitcoin or the other ones you've mentioned. Just don't don't so like
1: the, the top, if you if you type in top twenty cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. those with good research, if you look into it and you believe what they're doing, those are good to invest in. Okay. Okay. Um, but like the farther you go back, typically the sketchier it gets. Okay. Well,
0: that's. Good. I f- I feel like we've we've come to a, an agreement, and I've come more than you have. but I feel like I've learned. I feel like we've all learned something today. Um. So yeah, that's. Very, very good. I, I'm. This is that was good. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to like to say that you didn't get to?
1: No, nah, man. I, I I could do this all day. it's okay. a, it a lot of fun. <laughs> well,
0: unfortunately, we don't have all day, but we are gonna have time for you to do uh, your other pet peeves, your smaller things um, that that grind your gears, and you have okay. some of those, right? Okay, so we're gonna yeah, uh, we're gonna take a break. Uh, you can step down from the witness stand. Uh, you're no longer under oath, um, and we <laughs> will uh, get to those in a second. But we'll be right back. Welcome back to Objection Argumentative. I'm still your host Murphy Kenefick, and your guest is still Beau Wood, and he is still here with me. The whiteboard behind him full of chemical compounds that I could just never understand. Um, and you have a list of pet peeves, things that aren't as significant, but things that you still feel strongly about. Is that right? Yes. And what's the first one?
1: So, I mean, I, this one's kind of in the spirit of uh, Bitcoin and blockchain. Okay. I, I, my pet Good peeve segue. is when I talk to people and they have an opinion and they have no reason behind why they think that.
0: <laughs> that about anything or just about that? Specifically? About anything. Like, but it's always with that specifically. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of times if you're going to bring that up to somebody, their eyes are going to glaze over and they're already certain of themselves, which I certainly was not uh, just now. But I, I think people often yeah they know for sure something before they actually know it for sure
1: and I, I mean i think that comes down to like what we see on like facebook and all these like social medias that just perpetuate kind of bs and yeah. people just take it at face value and i guess i'm kind of biased because of like i'm trying to become a career researcher mm-hmm. so like that's kind of all i do is research. you're biased so towards like,
0: not being biased
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: um i don't <laughs> so like you if go if on. you facebook tell me facebook like network.
1: x y or z and like i'm like okay why do you think that because i'm trying to learn from you yeah and then you're like well i don't know i just don't like them or something i'm like well what
0: that's kind of the whole point of this show is i want people to come on with their opinions and and practice articulating them exactly so like with backed up things that they've thought about and, and so that they're not they don't go out in the world and just say things like that so yes that's yes. yeah that's that i'm trying to get rid of that that tendency
1: um no, and that's one of the reasons i don't know if I it's <laughs> i i i like to i don't i don't think it's arguing i think it's discussion but sure. I, I find when when people end up getting i'd say defensive. like yeah defensive it becomes an argument on their side mm-hmm. um and and it, it always like it's like why do you need to identify with whatever you are believing in like let's just talk about it and like learn from each other
0: right yeah. And I think that's
1: like what's kind of crumbling nowadays, especially because of social media, is like yeah. you get stuck in these little echo chambers where no one's talking about why shouldn't we believe this or why do we believe this. It's just we believe this.
0: And it's never focused on the one thing. Like in any kind of like internet debate, it always turns into like, well, there's this, but what about this? And then it like spirals into like all these other things. And you never stay on the one issue. And it's also it's I think it's always worse when it's not just like one-on-one when it's like any kind of group setting in real life or online it's always going to like devolve into something worse that's why i i I like to have these just one-on-one maybe someday i'll have you and mary francis at the same time i think that could be fun and if i was going to do it with two people at the same i think that would be it but um i i think it's always better when it's just one-on-one
1: yeah no it'd be cool to like figure out a topic that could have not just it's not like a dichotomy like it has three sides
0: (laughs) that would be fun that'll be perfect for season three yes i'm down if i ever get to
1: that um okay what else you got um so i mean this one i so like i i get kind of annoyed when people like identify with their dietary restrictions like Mm. especially like if you're vegan like shut up are you not a vegan (laughs) no i'm not a vegan i don't know why i thought that well, I, 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 tried the vegan diet, okay. but like, I'm not going to call myself a vegan. Like I'm, I'm a human. Sure. I'm, I'm Bo. Yeah. It is I, always I, that trope I, of like, I,
0: they can't get through a uh, five seconds without mentioning it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, same thing. Like, even if you're like, Oh, uh, like, well, I'm, you know, I just feel like, again, if you identify too hardly with any sort of belief system, like, why mm-hmm. does that, it's not a personality trait. Right but like, yeah you know especially when it comes to food what are, say three things about you i'm vegan no shut up that's just how you eat <laughs>
0: you've just chosen things to eat and not eat yeah yeah that's that's that's
1: definitely valid uh,
0: yeah i think that that comes up often it's a point of pride or you know gluten free or whatever the fuck i guess that's an allergy yeah
1: <laughs> i mean but, but, but like even even then like i feel like some people if i had a friend who was gluten uh intolerant and like it was funny because all he could drink was vodka, so like that was how like <laughs> the, the topic came up because he couldn't drink beer.
0: Oh right, right. So
1: he, uh, I was asking him about it, but he didn't like identify with it. It was just like what it was. Like sure. he was like, I sh- I crap my pants when I eat yeah. gluten. I'm like, fair enough.
0: I used to be uh, lactose intolerant, and then I chose not to be anymore. And I'm not. Wow. So yeah, I don't I don't know why people would be lactose intolerant when they could simply not be.
1: I mean, that might be a. I love milk. I think it's like the I best do too. thing ever. I have
0: milk so if every you day. Disagree
1: with, if anyone disagrees with the fact that milk is not the greatest thing ever, then...
0: No, we I are don't know. firmly on the same side about that. The best thing about Albany, New York, and maybe the only good thing about Albany, New York, is they have uh, a brand of milk called Stewart's. And it's like, it's it's the best. Like, I, I forgot. Yeah, like I came back. I went home and I came back and I'm like, oh, wait, this is much better. Um, their ice cream is pretty popular, too. I had it once. I wasn't really like over the moon for but the milk it's like because it's they they bottle it like immediately after they um i don't know extract it <laughs> so like it doesn't sit around for like any amount of time um fresh fresh milk anyway so yeah we're, we're pro milk on this podcast
1: yes pro pro milk on this podcast deal with it yeah no 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 vegans no well have we had vegans probably I don't know. See, I'm, again, I'm, again, if you're vegan, I support that. That's fine. Um, I, I, could, I, could, I could probably argue why being vegan isn't good for you. Okay. Despite what uh, people Google. Mm-hmm. But. Um, Interesting. That could be its own thing, too. Okay. What else? You know, I think oatmeal raisin cookies are the best.
0: Okay. No. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Lost me there. The best. Yes, the best. If you I mean, get if you get like a good oatmeal raisin cookie, it slaps ten times out of ten. In terms of like, it's not overly sweet. It's just sure. it has the right amount of like nostalgia and cinnamon. Okay, so this, this is a personal like, thing. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. But I, I would argue to the T that I okay. listen. I guess I identify with oatmeal raisins now. So okay, what does that mean? <laughs> it means that. It's a personality trait for me. Okay. That, okay, so that's that's your finger. vegan. Okay. Yes, that is. I don't know. Vegan. Anything
0: that, like like oatmeal and raisin? Like that's two like negatives <laughs> together?
1: <laughs> I, I, I eat both of them
0: separately. I'm sure I mean, you do and I think together. that's good to do, but I I just I can't. I would not do it. I mean in the best. That I mean that is that is a hot take for sure. But I mean, you know, you two, you.
1: Yeah, okay. now, now i'm really really craving especially I, I don't know subway if you go to subway and get an oatmeal raisin cookie from subway that's like the best quick fix oatmeal raisin cookie you can get wow
0: that is yeah. incredibly niche camera last time i've been to a subway
1: i always go to subways when i'm traveling and it's like on the side of the road or something and i'm like the i don't want mcdonald's but oh god <laughs> no i'd prefer to have like some kind of Sandwich that says they are trying to be healthy. Yes, sure. Okay.
0: All right. Be right Eat on.
1: kind of fresh. Eat kind of fresh. Yeah. All right. Next. Um, I get really annoyed at PETA. Okay. <laughs> like the, the really organization, not
0: the, the bread.
1: No, no, I mean no, I have nothing nothing okay. against the bread. The bread is very solid.
0: What is the protection and treatment
1: yeah. yeah, the mistreatment of animals. What the like? F- I like what, I like what they for? do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like an. I'm, I'm hands down not an animal hater in any way, shape, That's or form. I actually think true. I'm like absolutely the opposite. You have several. I just several think the pets. methods that PETA, yeah, exactly, several, and um, I just think the methods that PETA do and like the understanding they have of of animal research is really skewed, and they they've done some PETA and PETA like groups have done some really like horrible things like uh there was a scientist at uh i, I think it was emery who was doing research on primates you know and like just trying to help humanity and mm. you know doing some experiments and essentially this organization sent his kid poisoned razor blades with like rat poison on it saying because what? your father does x y and z with with animals like you have no right to live like Yikes. to his kid yeah that, that's that's criminal <laughs> that's, that's really I, exa- exactly and like and like they, they will literally go out of their way to like make these scientists like who are literally trying to just help people mm-hmm. they, they give them a hard time and, and i just don't think they understand what goes into animal research and the care that goes into these animals right and like i also think like again it goes kind of back to vegans like people who are vegan because they don't want to hurt animals don't understand that monocrop agriculture so like growing your vegetables and having Mm. massive fields plowed with these machines is killing millions of animals Mm. like you do you think those fields are just free of little animals no Mm -hmm. when they drive those big tractors through those animals are getting massacred Sure. and then like the they also think that the animals that we work on we just go outside grab these animals out of the wild and then go and start working on them no that's not the case like these animals are born and bred for the purpose of research so like they would not exist without this purpose. And like, I think that people also like really underestimate how cruel nature is. Oh, yeah. Like, For sure. we, they, these animals get food, they get water, they get care, they get medicine. And like, if, if in our case, they get the best drugs that anyone can <laughs> possibly get their hands on. But you're robbing them of the freedom to get swooped up by a hawk. Oh, yeah, and, and have have their intestines eaten out by the hawk while they're sure. still living. Like, that yeah. sounds super humane, yeah.
0: Um, my favorite thing PETA has ever done, and I, I, I mentioned this in, in my the trailer for the show, I'm, I'm realizing. Um, they posted, like, an infographic thing like, years ago on Twitter, and it was like, we need to stop using phrases that are harmful to animals. And the one that I remember is, um, instead of kill two birds with one stone, feed two birds with one scone which i think is oh so funny like the idea that somebody <laughs> would be like actually yeah that is problematic i'm gonna start saying that or like instead of beat a dead horse feed a fed horse which is just oh like gosh. so like would you just fuck off <laughs> i know i'm, I'm <laughs> regulating I'm, I'm like, idioms I'm-
1: <laughs> go away <laughs> Like, why, why are we anthropomorphizing to the point that we're becoming politically correct for animals? Exactly.
0: Like, Who are we offending? It's like how Demi Lovato said, we shouldn't refer to extraterrestrials as aliens anymore because it's
1: offensive to them. Oh, yeah. When's the last time you talked to one, <laughs> Demi? <laughs> well, well, she probably at some point has. Fair, fair. But yeah, so
0: we should respect her for that. Um, but yeah. yeah, PETA generally, yeah, we love animals. It's People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, by the way. That's what PETA stands for. Um, but yeah, and
1: like just just to like clarify, like the, every animal institution that works with animals has a uh, a animal care and use review board. Mm-hmm. So like essentially, it's made up of people like from churches around the community, parents, um, like people like lay people who aren't in the sciences who right. come and uh, investigate what we use and and like if and they create the guidelines for what they think is appropriate. Right. So like if if it's not ethical, like this organization will tell us so. Mm-hmm. And, and like don't... it's it's way better regulated. It's not like there's just mad scientists doing anything sure. they want. Like
0: that would be bad. Right.
1: Yeah, that would be okay. bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Uh got another one? Hmm. You're thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're we're running out of my list real quick. Okay.
0: Yeah. If you don't if you don't have one written down, it's fine. I just want to if you had one I'm ready to go. You don't have to have another one. Those are good.
1: All right. All right. I mean, because like, I weirdly enough, I have a lot of them.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I think a lot of people do.
1: Um, I think the best
0: one that Mary Francis had was when getting out of an elevator where people just like walk into an elevator before oh, seeing that. Yeah, no, like... I,
1: I, I feel that same <laughs> way, especially here, because like all we do is go up and down elevators right. and these, these people are like just busting in or busting out. It's like, listen, take a minute.
0: That's just like Looks. a common sense thing that I feel like nobody. Yeah,
1: but like I feel like that's what I've learned more as I've grown up is that common sense is kind of like
0: not common.
1: A, a mis, it's it's a misnomer, right? Like it's it's not common.
0: It's things that you have if you were like raised properly. Yeah, you've been in if you if you've been observant in the world for long enough with yes, other exactly. people in mind. Um. Okay. Well, if we don't I have think that one... that
1: last little statement was key with other people in mind, yeah. I think like it's... far too often people are just too focused on themselves.
0: God, no, I was uh, I worked at uh, I work at a hotel now, and there's this um there's this mom that can't she has four kids and they're all like under the age of six, probably, and they're just oh, running around in the lobby, and she is we have a couch like over the course, she's literally like reclining, like spread out on it, staring at her phone for like hours and these kids are just running around like yelling crying like falling down like going outside it's like lady (laughs) you have all these these humans running around here like this is not not a safe environment it's just like oh oh well you know too bad um okay well if you don't if you don't have uh i was talking to someone else but we're we're improvising um if you don't have another one i i have a list uh so if something i have a list of i think i have well, we'll just call it 10. Uh, so I'll pick a random, one. if you give me a, a random number between one and 10, uh, I will pick one from that list and do that. Okay, seven. Seven. Oh, well, this is this is kind of related. Um, as far as like algorithms and, and computers going, I don't understand, you know, the, the, uh, the CAPTCHAs, like you have to prove that you're not a robot before you mm-hmm. sign into something it's like it's it's evolved it's it went from like pick out the traffic lights to now it's like two pages of like you have to pick find it where all the boats are and if you like miss one you have to start over you know what i'm talking about yes do you know anything about this and this isn't even my issue so, yet
1: so like yes so like i wouldn't say directly about about that aspect but in terms of learning about like algorithms and, and at least robots in terms of artificial intelligence the way that like machine learning occurs for artificial intelligence is mm-hmm. through training yeah the program to differentiate certain things so essentially you could create an algorithm that would learn to do those things
0: right so we're helping them so, do that
1: well like i think we, we aren't helping them do that because i'm what someone is doing is they're making a program to essentially bypass that so they just will train oh, I see their that. program to do that. So like the reason it's getting more complicated is because the, potentially, I don't know for sure, but like potentially those algorithms or like AIs are mm-hmm. be, getting better at being able to deal with the task at hand.
0: Right. Okay. Well, regardless of that, my, my issue is that you can go through all that. Like when you're signing in, it'll make you do username, password, and then which takes, you know, a lot of, a lot of effort. Um, and then you get to the end of it and it's like, oh, your username and password is wrong. It's like, well, don't make me do all that before you verify that what I'm putting in is actually correct. Like, let me do that and then give me the capture because then you have to like, I mean, it's a little thing, but it happens to me all the time to the point where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not going to log into this anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's like, it's like you, you go through all this effort and then you press like, you press the sign in like and then at that point you've released like you're like yes i'm like on to the exactly. next point. you think you're going down the slide but then it's like wait nope nope and
0: then you got to do it again so yep. that i think that's that's bad and i don't i think they should
1: edit that and then I, I also get frustrated when it's like you know like do all the cars and then there's one little one little square yeah. with like a bumper and i'm a like tail Does that count right Is that, like, put that in?
0: you should be able to ask it should be a write-in should not yeah. be a multiple choice question.
1: So yeah, and that, that to I, prove that you're not a, a robot because you're like, listen, I'm confused. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, so yeah, I don't have an issue with like verifying. You know, we don't get hacked by robots or whatever. But don't make me do it unless you yeah. know my shit's correct because I don't want to start back over and do that. Um, so that's yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. I feel like my my hot takes this year are not as like <laughs> not as intense, but they are they are real, but they are smaller.
1: Um, yeah no I, I think that's a that's a good one like they're not they're not politically or socially charged hot takes no. they're just like irl hot take yes
0: yeah i think i think that's what they've been uh most of the time this season um okay well do you have uh i don't know do you really have like a, a social media presence like is there anything you would want to plug if people like you i'm sure they will if they want to hear more see more of you
1: i'm i mean like i have an instagram uh i don't okay. think i the picture in like a year but uh, okay you know, people yeah i are have really welcome to i post like follow me again. or reach out whatever
0: okay but you're not like on twitter like giving no. out okay that's probably for the best you're
1: on tiktok nope
0: okay um uh, all right so if you like Bo, then i don't know try to send him <laughs> an email or dm on instagram i don't know um but I, I am regrettably on all those things. I'm on uh, Twitter and, and Letterboxd. You on Letterboxd? No, what is Letterboxd? Letterboxd is like it's it's like social media for movies. It's like how you keep track of everything you watch and you know how many stars that's and what other people watch movies. Yeah, uh, so I am on that and have been since like 2015 somehow. Um, and then we also have a, a Twitter for the podcast, but that's really just announcing when the episodes are out. Um but yeah, and that's that's really it. My name is uh, Murphy Kenefick, K E N E F as in frictionless, I C K, and that's that's really all. I mean, all I gotta say, Bo. Thank you so much for coming on. This was it's nice to have somebody who knows so much about something that we haven't talked about before. Um, and I feel like I've I've learned a lot. Hopefully, everybody else has has learned something too
1: yeah man no i mean I, these are the kind of conversations that like get me real excited so yeah i you know, appreciate having, having me on and that's I look forward want. to debating or conversating at some point in the future yeah.
0: i mean you came on and passionately talked about something that people don't understand or agree with and that is the whole premise so we love that the audience loves that and we love the audience for tuning in and listening uh but we are all done this time we are adjourned and we'll see you again next week with
1: somebody else bye now we object to this entire line of questioning as argumentative. Objection, overruled. I got no more use for this guy. I do not have
0: any further witnesses today, Your Honor. All right then, we will stand in recess.
1: We're in recess.